Garage Fam, Chef Boy, Doji Coin, to the moon, it skyrocketed. <laughs> Garage Fam, we are back. Welcome to the first episode of the 2021 NASCAR season. The drippy, the drippy droppy. Shout out to Drip Drop. Got the new packaging here. I'm a big fan of uh, what, what you got. What drippy you got tonight? Watermelon. Watermelon. I got hibiscus. Big fan of the hot for the cold. Uh, and, and we like to use this for some challenging circumstances. And Garage Fan, we got some big news, uh, some huge news for this episode. And we're, we're coming to you live with the, with the, the cold open. There's no... There's no sound song yet. There's none of that. We haven't started talking about anything. We're just here talking to you. We appreciate it. But get over to dripdrop.com, promo code garageguys20. Get it. Make it happen. There you go. Shake it up. Like the cars. Shake it up. All right. We're ready for challenging we'll shake That's it. We'll shake shake Do it though. You need drip drop for NASCAR season, especially. Okay. Got that Dale and Hart Jr. Bottle. red. That Dale Jr. red. Cheers. Cheers. All right. You guys ready for the news? Chef, are you ready to tell them? Do it. Let's do it. All right, Garage Fam. A lot of you know that during the NASCAR season, we have content over on rotoballer.com. That's where we write our DFS articles, where we do our DFS preview show on the Rotoballer YouTube channel. Well, that is no more. Uh, as officially effective today, Garage Guys Fantasy Sports is a standalone company to give you all the goods for NASCAR DFS this season. We're excited. We're pumped uh, to be taking this journey alone. Um, and we're not going to be canceling any of our content that we do as far as uh, our DFS content, Chef Boys Ranks. Um, we, we're going to be having all of that still, but it's going to be on garageguysfantasysports.com. And we have a Discord server now. We launched that because we don't want any of you guys to miss anything. Please, we beg you, if you love our content, you like what we do, get over to that Discord, become a member. It's free. We will have some things set up to where we'll have some, some paid things going into the season where you can get some best bets, you can get um, you know DFS ranks, all those types of things that you want that you use to win money and to bag tourneys like we do. There will be a place for all that, but it's all going to live on garageguysfantasysports.com. I'm going to let Chef Boy talk a little bit now because I could no, probably I think, go on forever. <laughs> I, think, I think you summarized it good. I think the Discord is you know, a way to be a little bit more inclusive with our, our people that follow our stuff. Um, you know, in addition to all the DFS content, we're now adding betting. And if you followed my betting stuff for NFL, you're very happy with me. So I'm going to kind of keep pushing that into NASCAR. Um, no, but we appreciate everything Rotoballer did as well. I think that's uh, important to say. I mean, they gave us a huge platform and we established yes. our brand a little bit there. Um, I think it was just time for us to jump, you know, like take the leap of faith, Chase. It's kind of based on our vibe that, we were time to do that. And, you know, our guy that our Joey Stone guy that did, does the Twitch stream, I think he just took a similar leap of faith. Yeah. Um, so maybe we're kind of just feeling it's time 2021. I mean, you're only getting older. So That's excited it. about it though, dude. I'm ready, ready to get busy for NASCAR. I know Daytona's right around the corner. Yeah. As you say, uh, the, the best way to put it, get, get in there. We're getting in there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dude, and we had a great year last year. I mean, I, I want to say we had probably eight or nine people win a DraftKings tournament. 
using our content. I know that my NASCAR win total, I think, is up to 18 tournaments. So we have the proven um, capability of providing good content. It's just a matter of finding that group of, you know, people in the Discord that want that content. And I know that we can help teach the people that haven't ever played before as well. That's the fun part, taking that. I know we can take an experienced person, but we can also take someone that's never played and probably get them in in the green. Yeah. And I think that's a big thing too. Like, you know, a a lot of people that watched our podcast on YouTube or listened to it on Apple and Spotify, you know, a lot of you guys that are here right now for this episode, a lot of you have told me personally, like, you know, you've never really been into DraftKings and FanDuel or you've never been into betting. You know, you just kind of like hearing about NASCAR and what's going on. And so I think that that's a big thing that we want to do for you guys this season. For some of you guys that did show interest, you know, a lot of our people that were at Roto Baller that are going to be following our stuff still, um, you know, we, we definitely appreciate that, but we want to maybe, you know, do some, uh, some, some zoom meetings, some webinars, some things like that, that we can put together to help you guys that are, that are not big into the betting and DFS. We want to help you learn, you know, chef's kitchen, you know, he cooks up a lot of good stuff in there money wise. So we, we're going to do that kind of stuff for you guys. And, um, and again, like you said, just going back to Rotobar, you know, we, we do appreciate everything that they've done. They gave me my start in the fantasy sports industry. And I think that what we really saw was, is that with NASCAR, we, you know, we love football, we love all other sports, but NASCAR is really what is, uh, is what you guys love from us. And we want to be able to do that in a capacity to where we're able to really paint the picture the way that, that you guys love and that we can still provide that good content for y'all to win money. And, and this is going to be the best move. This is going to be fun. I cannot wait for this journey. And I just thank all of you guys that are diehard garage fam that roll with us week in and week out. And we can't wait to give you a new product and something new this season. So we, we're, we're definitely pumped, but it's good to get that, uh, get all that out of the way. And, um, yeah. and if there's, if there's not anything else on that to say, we're going to go ahead and roll into our uh, our intro song now, and we're going to drink some Drip Drop, and we'll see you guys on the other side because we have a very good show for you. So let's go. You're now listening to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. NASCAR season 2021, Garage Guy, Chef Boy, and the Pet Boy. Everything for less, but lots of money, bagging times. Uh, Garage Fam, uh, we just gave you a cold open, and now we're getting ready to roll into the show. So we've already told you about Drip Drop, obviously, but again, dripdrop.com, promo code GarageGuys20, rip it and drip it all NASCAR season long. Been there. Yeah, yeah. We're going to be ripping and dripping in Daytona, but uh, but we'll, we'll talk all about that. we got a pack show. We're going to be going over a uh, l- little preview of the 2021 NASCAR season, some things that we've saw, some big storylines that we got to discuss. Dogecoin, Wall Street's going nuts. Got to talk about that. And we have a very special guest on our first NASCAR show of the year. It's Anthony Alfredo, rookie NASCAR Cup Series driver. For Front Row Motorsports, he's going to drive the 38 Ford Mustang. Um, and we got to talk Exciting. to him. Sharp guy. Very, very he, sharp. Fast I, remember, I think I told you. 
I think I told you when we got done, like, guy seems like he, you know, is not 21 years old. Definitely mature. Yeah. Has a good head on his shoulders. Sharp guy. I enjoy it. Big time. Big in the iRacing community, too. So, big shout out to the to the virtual racers out there. The virtual room the virtuals and girls. The virtuals. Good stuff. Um, let's go ahead and just dive into this, man. It's been it's been a minute since we talked NASCAR. I'm excited to be back, obviously. Um, can't wait. I already got the, the DFS itch for the Daytona 500. I think that we should be expecting DFS lineups to come out, uh, what, in a couple of days, maybe next week sometime? Yeah, they should release. If it follows suit with every year, there should be like a, a contest come out, the initial big contest, and then all the rest of them will follow. And they'll release pricing shortly after as well. So usually the the, the contest come out first, Chase, and then we get the pricing and the, and the players or the drivers. So Epic stuff. I know I know that we've already got odds pretty much out there. There's There have been odds out there for these drivers. So if you've already got to place your badge for the day, 2500, that's awesome. We'll definitely have some stuff put together over on garageguysfancysports.com for that. And of course, in our discord, we'll have all that stuff lined out. You guys are wanting to bet the race. We'll have some advice and things like that, uh, that you can pick up over there, but looking over the, uh, the 500, just starting here, February 14th, we're going to be in Daytona. So if you're going to be in Daytona, come find us. We'll have drip drop for you. Uh, we'll be doing content out that way. So we'd love to meet you get out there and find us and hit us up on Twitter um, as always, you can either hit me up at Garage Guy Chase at Chef Boyardine. Handles are up here in the boxes if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, but uh, or you can hit us up collectively at Garage Guys FS. And uh, we're gonna have Dale Tanhart coming with us as well. So shout out to the uh, he claims to be the world's greatest NASCAR best better. We will see this year now that all three of us will be providing bet content. So we'll see. We'll see what happens, but. We're pumped for Dale. He's going to be uh, coming on board to do some Xfinity and Gander Outdoor Truck Series, DFS content, and, of course, best bets for all of the NASCAR series. Entertainment pieces, too. Entertainment yes, videos. Dale Center. It's Dale Center is coming. Dale Center. Yeah. I love it. Dale Center is going to be a really fun show, kind of like recapping races and just all out. We're just letting him run. Like, he's a great, great guy. Love Dale Tanhart. If you don't follow Dale Tanhart, go follow him do that for it's gonna sure. be interesting you know chase we went to charlotte last year me and you would uh, for drip drop and we had a great time but adding that third person to the mix could go a lot of different ways a lot of shenanigans could go down there's so gonna be a ton be, of shenanigans better, this season <laughs> i already know I like i see you and dale, dude i see you and dale like at some point just having some kind of like i don't want to know like a rivalry some kind of like feud over some stupid stuff and i'm gonna have to be the person in the middle i feel like i'm gonna be the parent you need to be, yeah. It's like I'm like an actual parent in real life, and then you'll be like the dad here. You'll you'll be making sure that we in the know, garage and yeah, like don't you're like, the dad in real life. I'm the dad in the garage. That's right. You'll be like slapping my hand for like trying to steal his like KFC Dale Jr. bucket from his house. Like so yeah, this is my bucket right, now. Right. I'm gonna be betting him for like all of his vintage gear. Like that's what I'm gonna be doing. Like I'm gonna make him bets to like steal all his stuff, and then win the money. Too, and then I get to wear like his like Jeff Gordon hockey jersey, which is like one of the most dopest pieces of clothing of all time. I don't yeah. know if you've seen it. I, I'm I'm seeing all sorts of stuff play out in my head how this is going to go, but anyways, it's, it's all going to be fun. good fun. Yes, yeah. back to uh, the lineup. I was looking over Daytona 500. I saw some names that really stood out to me. Like one for sure is the fact that we got old man Derek Cope. I don't even know if, if you're too familiar with him or not. He was a he was a racer back in like the early '90s and '80s. Man, this is an old man getting in this car. He's gonna cause a wreck. 
I don't know what he's he's in the Rick Ware racing car. We don't really, gonna call I, don't, I don't really know, but he's in the 15. It's gonna be fun. I think oh, we have David Reagan, the specialist, making an appearance. Yes, we do have David Reagan. We talk about that with Anthony Alfredo as well. So stick around for that interview. Oh, nice. Um, so so we definitely talked about Reagan coming back in and, and getting behind the wheel. Um, a lot of new changes. Of course, a lot of you guys know already some of the major changes that are going down in NASCAR for teams and um, and things of that nature. Kaz Grala is actually going to be racing for Colleg Racing. So we're going to have old Kaz, Kaz, Kazmanian Devil. He'll be I in there in a car. And then we got Noah Gregson. Big, uh, big, big, big garage guy energy Noah Gregson is taking the seat. He's going to be out to the interview. Like, didn't he have his phone like in between the like behind the wheel? But yeah, see it through the wheel. Yeah. yeah, like last season, he just like was at a restaurant. And he was just like, "Oh, what's up, y'all? Cool with this?" I'm like, "Dude, this is the greatest thing you could have ever done." Like, yes, please yeah. place your phone. So you can see his that. face like in the in the wheel and you know, the steering like, wheel. It was beautiful, man. Yeah. He's up. He's racing for Beard Oil Motorsports. That's mm. that's new. That's that's. I actually didn't know fun. that. Yeah, that's going to be different. Um, Trackhouse Racing, new team. Daniel Suarez is a part of that. Uh, the 99, uh, shout out to Pitbull, Mr. Worldwide. Uh, he bought in. Uh, Mr. Big, yeah, big Dolly guy. I thought that was fake news, dude, when I first saw that, by the way. Where'd you see it at first? When I saw the Pitbull thing, I just like saw it on Twitter, and I was like, oh, somebody's just trolling. But then it was real, and I was like, okay, that's that's cool. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I didn't know that Pitbull had an interest in NASCAR. You know? like, I didn't right? know. He did that like video last season. I think he was supposed to do like some kind of concert or whatever. And then like I, I do, I do appreciate him coming out and talking about how like you know NASCAR is not just you know racing; it's a culture. It's you know it's like a right. uh, it's like a big festival in its own way. And like that's kind of the way we want people to start seeing NASCAR. It's like it's what it is. Dude, been to a race. Yeah, not only people, but I saw um, AK put out a tweet to NASCAR Kamara. Yeah, he's already looking to come back to another race. And he was huge last year for just like the growth of, you know, bringing in some football fans. So that's awesome to see him sticking it out. Dude, you got Anthony Williams. uh, I think he's a running back for the Buffalo Bills. Him and Joey Stone are tight. Him and our boy Joey are tight. They do a lot of NASCAR heat, iRacing stuff. So, I mean, it's, it's amazing to see more NFL players really getting involved with NASCAR. And like, that's a, that, that's great for us because, you know, we both love NFL. We both love NASCAR. So, I mean, that's that combination that we really want to see, you know, all of our fans really get into. Right. So it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Tight end appreciation. We got uh, who we have. We, we, we got Gronk and we got Kelsey in the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. That's two of the best. I mean, two of the guys that we really fell in love with his kids, his tight ends. Mm-hmm. All the way, dude. I remember sure. as as a child, that's where I started appreciating. So now we're good. <laughs> and you've been appreciating ever since. Ever since. Never stopped. Never never will stop. <laughs> but uh, yeah, with Pitbull, dude. Dude, I it still makes... can't smell. Sorry to distract you. I can't smell anything still since tr- Corona. Sorry. Are you trying? You can't trying smell. to smell? I mean, dude, there could be something smelling terrible around me. There's food over here. like, And I can't smell anything. You have Maybe to this is the way girl. I got to do chores. Have Chef yeah, Girl have be Chef your girl. nose. Just like, Chef Girl and you talked a lot us. about shows. You what? and her were talking about shows for a long time when you were here. Yeah. Were yeah. you talking about shows? We're definitely, we're definitely, uh, you know, we're, we're definitely showers. We're shows. We like show. Or was show it movies? People. Is it movies or show people? Movies, so shows, know. documentaries. De- definitely like a good yeah. doc, you know? 
So yeah, me, me and Chef Girl definitely we we bonded over that weekend, over that what one hour of time talking of shows. We definitely bonded. Yeah. So it was yeah. good. Before we had to get back to business. Yeah. So have her have her be your nose. I know that she loves you enough to do that. She will. Just Chef Girl, can you smell this, please? Thanks. All right. So you Dude, know it's it sucks, not, man. You know if it's good I'm or ready bad. To add it back. How am I supposed to? I mean, never mind. Let's just move on. Move along. Yeah, like what? What if there was like a gas attack or something? Like what? If, <laughs> yeah. like, like, I'm nervous for you now. Like we have to get you. You have to wear a gas mask at all times. I mean, when she's not here, I'm I'm at risk, right? When she's not around, I'm no telling. Yeah, like dude, we could be at a NASCAR race and like you you could just like have me blindfolded for some reason and be like right in front of an exhaust pipe, dude, and just like it, it, you'd suffer some bad things. You'd never yeah. know. Yeah. I'm nervous about it. All right. Well, we're going to keep you safe, Chef Boy. I promise. We're not going to put you behind any exhaust pipes. You haven't, you haven't made Vegas mad enough for them to try to make an attempt there. I was fixing to yeah. say, you got to keep me around for this DFS content. You got to keep Yeah, man. That that would be a hell of a way for Vegas to try to put a hit on you, though. It's like they're just going to tie you up. And like, he can't smell anyway, so they're just going to burn his nose with exhaust. Mob boys. Keep the mob boys away. <laughs> we were doing so good at sticking to our agenda and like we yeah. were on point and then we got lost. But and then we realized this is yeah, this is what we do. We're the garage guys. This is how this happens. But yeah, shout out to shout out to Dale to Dolly for Pitbull, because Dolly is actually spelled Dale. So it only makes sense that he's in NASCAR now. So we're proud. Um one more thing before we get off of the 500, just some of the updates that we've seen. I find it interesting that there are uh, some possible additions. The money team racing is still lingering around. Floyd Mayweather's race team, his project, um, says here the team's expected to partner with Spire Motorsports for 2021, which is shout out to Corey LaJoy. He's a Spire sure. boy. Had an amazing, he had an amazing picture. I don't know if you saw it, uh, where he, was, he reenacted a photo that Alan Kowicki did from like the 90s oh, really? with the old Hooters number seven car where he had like the plaid jacket on yeah, the suitcase. Yeah. Right. It was beautiful. So if the money team does partner with Spire, that's going to be – I would love that. I would love that. Because we're – I mean, we try not to be biased, but we're a little biased towards LaJoy. A little bit. Yeah. Corey and, and Mayweather, bro. Like <laughs> in some capacity would be incredible. Yeah, it would be funny. So I'd love to see it. But either way it goes, the 500 is going to be amazing, partially because we'll be there. Um, you know, sorry, but we're going to be there. It's going to be way more fun than any other 500, just because we'll probably be like across the street at the Hooters doing a lot of shenanigans. So come see us. Come find us. And we got and three races this year, right? Yeah, so, so we're going to be at like three races. I don't even know if we've really like thought too deep into which ones we're going to attend. Like, cause I know we got the dirt race coming up, we got Nashville. I know we, we got, want Bristol. We want like the, I think we can do four cause we can do the Nashville race cause everybody can stay here at my place, but right. Bristol, you know, I think we've won, we've had that one circled the night race for a while. The night race is definitely one that's more iconic. And I know that I've been talking to some people uh, with, uh, with my boy racetrack, Rob, he's definitely ready to link up with us with, uh, with shitty coolers. So that's going to be fun. So we're going to be, we'll be, you know, I'll be tossing the Pepsis in the cooler. You guys will be tossing the brewskis and we'll have it all in shitty cooler. Yeah. 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 And the drip drop. Don't forget the drip drop. We'll have to have them cold. Dehydrate and rehydrate at the same time. I cannot wait to make another one of those videos. They're my favorite. Just all the people there just drunk as shit and just don't worry. You hydrate and rehydrate at the same time. And yeah. then just, Didn't you do that at Talladega? I, I feel like we're, 
we're definitely going to pencil in Dega, right? That's that's one of the three. Dega is definitely happening. Got to, as always. It's just, I, I was I was really hoping they would have figured things out now with the with the Rona, but unfortunately, that's not the way it works. So I have fully committed to being on NASCAR media Zoom meetings like all season. So that's happening. I will be a part of every week. Like you will see my stash and this Fight Club poster in every NASCAR media room from here on out. Reporter or reporter? Oh, Chase, uh, Garage Guy Chase is officially NASCAR reporter this year. So get ready for some fun in the media rooms because I'm coming in hot. I recently just had Keselowski. Uh, they did a Penske interview. The Joey was in there, Blaney, Kez, and they had some of their IndyCar guys. And I didn't get to ask a question uh, because it was pretty short time. Like the, you really, you got to put your hand up. Like as soon as you get in there, if you want to ask a question, cause they're going to give it to all the big stream mainstream media guys at first. You learned that you learned something. I did, but I actually tweeted out a quote that Kez said, and then I, I made a comparison to pirates uh, just kind of doing the, my normal shenanigans. And it was great to see Kez understood the humor quote tweeted that put that out there. So get ready for a lot more of that stuff this season. So the garage guy chase reporter is on the scene heavy this year. It's going to be fun. Don't, don't get a big like reporter attitude about you and get too, too big for us garage guys. Don't get it too me. big. It me reporter. No, I will. I, I can never. Maybe can I say one thing. If you become like, if it's really successful reporter, if yeah. the port tour becomes really successful, I want you to grow. Like, I want you to gain 15 to 20 pounds. Okay. I don't know if I can do I that. Want, I'm already like, like unhealthy as shit as it is with my sleep schedule. I just want to, <laughs> it just would add. Can you agree though? Like the extra weight with report tour just sounds better than a skinny report tour. How about I just do this? Like, yeah, that's fine. Like, you can fake it. I'll definitely, I'll do the pillow and I'll do do you, have you eaten all? I'm just pizza? imagining, like, I'm imagining, like, as your follower count for being a reporter goes up, so does your weight. Like, those two should, you know, in parallel. Yeah, I can't be Jim Utter, bro. Like, fuck that. <laughs> I can't. Dude, he was in there, man. He was in that meeting, dude. And, like, dude, it just looked, it looked bad, bro. He was just. Can you not just give me the one thing I ask? You're going to leave me behind. You're going to be a reporter. And I just want some weight, okay? Just want some added weight. What if what if I just get like face tattoos? Yeah, not my thing. Okay. I'm not a face tattoo guy. We'll figure it out one way or another. We'll we'll, we'll figure out a way to okay. make it fun. Okay. I promise you. I you like know, you know me. Your idea is already there. I mean, you're gonna like put some, you put a little added weight, some fake weight. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm gonna wear like I'm gonna get a checkered flag, uh, suit jacket, with a with nice. a with, with a bow tie, and that's gonna be reporter. Okay. Garage guy. Garage I, guy I might. If you become reporter when we're at the track together, there's a good chance I'm, I'm going to spear you. I'm going to tackle you when you're giving I'm, like reporter. I'll have all the fake fat, so it'll be it'll be perfect. Okay. We'll have gotcha. a cushion. Good times. All right, so we'll do that. Um, some big things that I've noticed this season, like just watching social media for these drivers. Um, first one I want to talk about. Obviously, it was the hottest topic of the year. Bubba Wallace going to uh, to to what is it, twenty three XI Racing? So they're there now, and twenty three eleven. Is that still the biggest storyline? 
Well, I, mean, I know uh, that was the biggest storyline with, with Jordan being involved. That I mean, it definitely is huge. But the new line with it now is the fact that Bubba actually came out and said that he expects to win two races this season, that there are no more excuses. Okay. So it's an update to the original story. Exactly. So no more excuses for Bubba. Is, so he is committed to win two races. If I had to guess which these races would be, I would say Martinsville definitely being one because he's just really good at Martinsville. And that's the closest he's come to winning a cup race. He's definitely – he's won at Martinsville before in other series. Um, but – and then possibly Talladega. I could definitely see Dega being yeah. one. I mean, that's the races that usually anybody can win, right? Not Martinsville. Not Martinsville. Martinsville Not Martinsville, but like Day- Daytona, Daytona and Talladega, he could definitely win just because those are the wide open races. Right. He could have won that in his prior equipment. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely a free for all. But I'm Chase, but I'm interested from a DFS. Like, you know, I'm in the middle. Like, I don't really have a lot of favorite drivers. You have a lot of above haters that say he's never been good. He doesn't deserve it. I can't wait to watch the results this year and see how he does because people are going to be jumping to conclusions saying, you know, he's he's out there getting top tens and doing better or he's right where he's always been and he's not that good. And I'm ready just to watch all that unpack because I'm somewhere right in the middle. Like I, me and you've always played him when he starts 28th, 29th at DFS and he moves up some spots. When right. he starts 20th, we don't play him. We don't play yeah. him. So it's like – I don't know. We we need we need to be able to like and like that's the thing, dude. I mean, he's got Gibbs like equipment, like they're they're partnering with Gibbs. So I mean, we could be seeing him like getting up to like qualifying. I mean, what what if he's like qualifying like in like the top like fifteen now? Like, dude, what are they doing for qualifying? I haven't heard about that. No qualifying, right? Or is it so? They're not going to have qual. They're they're going to have qualifying for some races, not all races, but some races. I don't have double headers. Yeah, so we should we should definitely be doing that. But I don't know a hundred percent yet. We're still, like I said, we're still unpacking this whole deal. We got a lot more news and stuff to come. Okay, that we're looking into. But do we have do we have double headers this season? I I think that we're going back we to I think we're going back to Pocono. I think Pocono is going to be another double header. Um, I'm looking right. That was now. not done. That was not done because of COVID. That was due for that was done for strategic reasons. Yeah. Right? So, so yeah, well, we're gonna have another Pocono doubleheader this year, June 26th, June 27th. Other than that, I don't really see any other doubleheaders. So didn't didn't you say that was my biggest wins? <laughs> yeah, the doubleheaders. Mean, so so see, Vegas is already on to you. They're like, we're taking this away from Chef Boy. So, because like the world revolves around Chef Boy right now in this in this 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 thing, so Vegas is like NASCAR. You can't do it. We can't have Chef rob all of us dry with all. So this you're stuff. telling me on Pocono, go all in, put all money in. Yes, yes. June 26th, June 27th. It's the tricky triangle. It's really not that tricky because you figured it the fuck out. So, yeah, like you stumped us. You know, <laughs> like what? Dude, it was funny last year, though. Like, I didn't even realize I knew I was winning. I knew when I had my big hits. It never connected my brain that it always was on doubleheader weekends, and you pointed it out to me. So, yeah, it's like, it's like you kind of you see the trend, and you're like, okay, we're going to do the same thing tomorrow. Bet. Like, this is what we're doing. Yeah. And you'd win the second day, always. It was like clockwork, man. So, it was incredible. But, yeah, uh, we're moving away from all the, the major doubleheaders. Pocono will definitely still be one. Um, just really, I mean, just like, got a lot to look forward to right now with this Daytona. 
um, with the the clash and then the duels and the 500. And then you got the road. They got a Super Bowl didn't get delayed, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Because then because we're going to have incredible weekends back to back, thankfully. Yeah. The beauty of it is, is like on the 14th, you're going to have the, the 500. And then the following Sunday, it's the Daytona road course. So they're going to be yeah. in Daytona for a hot minute, dude. Like, should we just stay? We probably should. We probably <laughs> should. We should just go get a tent and like live somewhere because I don't think drip drops going to pay that much. They're not. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> definitely we'll get, we'll have to get a tent. Yeah. We'll figure it out one way or another. Um, but yeah, it's going to be gonna fun. Make friends. We're going to friends with people that want drip drop yeah we'll definitely do that and then we'll, we'll talk we'll talk to some of our people we'll have our people reach out to their people and their people will get back with our people we'll, we'll make it work you know we're good with that i'll put my report <laughs> for your favorite lines it really your favorite lines <laughs> i love it i'm gonna get that on a shirt but i'm gonna be reporter when i do that yeah so. reporter chase reporter chase all right so yeah, we're pumped. The, the other line, the other storyline that I think that is good to say, we talked about it last year. And do you remember when I was telling you about Eric Jones, about how I felt like he just did not have a presence? He didn't, he, would, he wasn't flashy enough. He wasn't putting himself out there enough. They have cracked the whip on this dude at Richard Petty Motors. Not so fast. Yeah. I'm seeing him like post on Instagram like once a week. I actually have been screenshotting them. Just so I can talk to you about them here. And if you follow Eric Jones on Instagram, you, you already know what's up. You've seen it yourself. I find it hilarious that he just went from like somebody that like rarely posted anything about himself to all of a sudden being like this. I'm an influencer. The first one I noticed was Sundays are for football until the Daytona 500. Make your predictions. Who's heading to the Super Bowl this year? Here's Eric Jones with a football. It's that little soft, that little soft smile, little yeah, soft smile, little yeah. soft smile, Eric Jones. And so I'm like, okay, that's good for Eric. You know, he's got like a video of him, like you know, wakeboarding. He took a picture of him and his uh, his favorite, I guess, like show Rin Tin Tin and the Outlaw with like a old cat, little cowboy kid and a dog. Like Eric he's Jones is like the only either. Like Eric Jones is like the only guy that I think would like be into that. I don't know, but the one that really got yeah. me was the other day he put where it all started. What books do you want me to read in 2021? Here's Eric Jones reading Dr. Seuss books. So, yeah. He's like, <laughs> he looks so uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, he is not used to this, like, whatsoever. Like, he's, this Dude, is all new. Surely somebody got to this guy. Somebody was like, look, man, do you want your, like, do you want your career to go as long as possible? Then you got to do the extra things. You yeah. got to do the extra stuff. <laughs> But the, the ideas of the content, man, are what's great. You know, when, when the home – and, like, he looks low-key miserable when the home office turns into a studio. Oh, he hates his life when he has to do it, for like, sure. Look he at hates his, it. Like, he's, yeah. not, he's not used to this life whatsoever. That's what makes it so much funnier to me for some reason. I still can't believe he lost his ride. I didn't think he was having that bad of a – that's why he's doing this stuff though, dude. I mean, he's not in the same ride anymore. He's got him. He's in flight, like fight or flight mode, fight or flight. Yeah. You're, you're, you're not with Joe Gibbs, bro. Like they let yeah. little, little, little C bell, little Chris, Bell. I don't even know that guy. I never did met hate him. him. I don't like him. Hate him. I don't like the guy. I don't yeah. know. I, I can't like him all. Him. I just, well, I think you had him burn you in DFS and you took it, you took it personally. 
Yeah, and that's the one thing you're never supposed to do, like especially like when you're in our position now. That's why I'm here, though. Talk to <laughs> like this dude probably has no idea who I am. I had and like and like I don't have any idea really who he is other than what I know about what he does on TV and all that stuff and watching him at the racetracks. Like I can just imagine like me like I'm probably gonna meet this guy this year, like just out somewhere. Yeah, nice and yeah, he's the greatest dude ever. And I'm just gonna feel like the biggest dickhead in the world and be like, and I'm gonna hey, rub it in. I've been publicly like talking shit about you on our podcast, like, and he's just gonna be like. And I'm going to wait for the combo to get really good. Like, I'm going to wait for you two to really bond, and then I'm going to come in and be like, hey, you don't realize the things he said about you. I'm going to have a clip ready. I'm going to show it to him. She's going to be like, look at this. Oh, gonna no. be, I'm, I'm, I'm low-key kind of ready for that. I want to see the reaction. Like, I'll just be standing there just kind of like, okay, well, you know. It's like, what now? What you going to do, bro? <laughs> bro, if he, if, he, if he struck me, that would – yeah, dude, call TMZ, would, bro. You would take it. You would take a hit for sure for content. You'd be yeah. like, go ahead, do it. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Like, go ahead. We got like eight cameras, bro. Like, come on, <laughs> like, run it, bro. This, this shit. Dude, we already, we already got a dude at the post office. We're getting ready to mail us to TMZ, bro. You're ready. Like, and Dale's sitting over there, like, all right. If Chase goes out the hospital, I get to be in the big chair. Yeah, yeah it's like this is how. Yeah, Dale's already done that before. He's already been like, like, the, what did he say? We were meth dealers. He said we were meth yeah. dealers. Now he owns Garage Guys because we went to yeah, jail. That's right. We're that's right. We're meth dealers. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that that kid, man. We're gonna have Dale on. We're gonna have um, some appearances from Randy the Plumber for some race recaps. Randy's hopefully. back. Yeah, Randy's back. I'd like to bring Jency back. Hopefully, she's down to come back for some race recaps. Jency's back. Jency's back. Randy's back. Like we're all we're the Garage Guys. Okay. That's what we do. We're the, we're the we're a big crew of NASCAR lover lover boys and girls, and we're gonna have good content. It's gonna be fun this season. I'm excited about it. I know you guys are excited. Super excited about all the changes, the move. You guys know we were one stop shop now to find all the NASCAR goods. The Discord, you get in on it. Um, and I guess before we get to this interview with Anthony, we gotta talk about Dogecoin and Wall Street. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a lot to say other than this has been probably one of the biggest days in financial markets history, Chase. Literally, like, I don't know what you know. I'm gonna say really, I'm gonna do this in a really quick, easy to explain manner. Basically, hedge funds and super elite, super rich people were getting screwed over because a bunch of Reddit people were buying up GameStop and then some other stocks were coming into play. I woke up this morning and my Robinhood app would not let me buy those stocks. It said that they had halted all trading, and the only way you could you could trade it is if you sold it. Basically, yeah, it's illegal as shit. The, yeah, it's illegal. So, <laughs> yeah. So like, now Dogecoin's going to the moon. Like it's the somehow after all these stocks got shut down, everybody went to Dogecoin, right? I mean, is, am I yeah. in in a nutshell? Is that the story? It really is, man. Because like I'm looking at it right now, like it, it got over a nickel, dude. Like uh, an hour ago. So that tells the time we're recording this right now. But yeah, it's just chilling around four cents right now, man. Like, and and I looked up, I opened up my account, man, and it's it's a great investing day for for the garage guy, and so I love seeing what's there. It's good stuff. Randy made this video like what months ago. We've been on Dogecoin, but as far as the stuff with like GameStop and like AMC and all that, like I've got a buddy of mine that I was looking at on Instagram, dude. He's been in this GameStop deal with the Reddit stuff forever. And dude's made a crap load of money, dude. Like just insane amounts. Hopefully he got hopefully he hadn't lost it all. I don't know what the He said he's do. not selling. He said he's not selling. Dude, I mean 
they're going to eventually have to open up these stocks they've closed because I don't think you can do that to a company. You can't say we're taking you off the market if it's publicly traded. Like That's what I'm saying. <laughs> this is going to change banking and Wall Street as we know it after today. Like the things that happen today are never going to be the same. If you're not an investor, like you probably got lucky because you probably bought into all this stuff at this time, but it's like, don't go buy Dogecoin right now. Like just give it a couple of days, just watch it. And if it gets a little bit lower than like, you know, I'm not a financial advisor. Yeah. I'm going to shut up. It's just, it's just this. If you're willing to lose it and you want to believe in something, you should have the right to be able to put your money in it. As simple as that. It's a free market system. But today we learned that it's really not. It's all a rig system. So be careful. You know, obviously we're not advisors, but be careful. And, um, uh, Dude, I mean, you just never know when you're going to open your app and you're going to have a technology issue and you can't do anything. That's that's a scary thought. It is. And like for you, I know that was, had to be scary. So that's why it's always best just to like, instead of like taking like all that money and investing it, like take like a certain percentage of it and just give it to us. And then we will give you <laughs> picks for NASCAR this season. And you can invest in Garage Guys stock and we'll help you really go to the moon. So that's what you should do this year. So. We're going to have to compile some of the stuff from last year, just people that tweeted us, people that uh, reached out with comments, people that sent us their DFS lineups. We need to get all that together. And we want a guy out. 15 grand off of a YouTube yeah. video. Yeah, FanDuel, right? He, yeah. he, he basically took our picks and just plugged them into the FanDuel main tournament and just won. And that's a kick. free video. Think, dude, I'm not going to lie. That actually put me a little bit on tilt because I put the same lineup in DraftKings and it got second place, but it was only like two grand. No, like two grand on DraftKings and fifteen grand on Fanduel, and I was like, "Come on, man!" That was our best. But you know, the scoring's different. So the scoring's yeah. different. We got a we got a lot to cover with everybody. We do. We had so many great weeks. Like, dude, the winning percentage was nuts. Your 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 best bets for NFL were nuts. The win percentages that we had in NASCAR were nuts. Seeing like the people that followed our stuff, and so now that we have our place to do it, it's going to be incredible. It's going to be good. But uh, there's so much more to come. Again, join the Discord. And go to garageguysfancysports.com. Start getting familiar with that. And we're, we're going to have everything set up for you guys here in the next couple of weeks before Daytona kicks off. So we're pumped. We're excited. Get excited with us. Garage Guys to the moon. Dogecoin to the moon. Here's Anthony Alfredo. We're out. Let's do it. All right. First official NASCAR guest of the 2021 season on the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. You know him as... Is a fast guy. You know him because his last name reminds you of pasta because it's Anthony Alfredo, fast pasta. Welcome to Garage Guys. Welcome to the virtual garage, Anthony. How are you? Uh, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. That's awesome, man. We're, we're, we're stoked to have you as well. There's so much excitement going on right now around what's happening with you in NASCAR. You're an official Cup Series rookie this year. Uh, front row motorsports, man. It's, it's incredible, dude. Like you being able to go like just just jump, like literally like two months ago, it's like you're the RCR, you're in Xfinity. And then all of a sudden just bam out of nowhere, this news hits. So, um, I mean, how, but before we, before we get too deep into everything, um, I do want to turn this over to chef boy. So if you're familiar with Drew, we call Drew chef boy. So with you being with you being you know fast pasta chef boy hand in hand right here, but we do a little it's a something. It's a good duo. It is for sure. Yeah. We do a little something though called the chef sampler to go ahead and, and open up the interview. So I'm going to turn it over to Drew now. He's about to hit you with the sampler. Are you ready? 
Yeah, I think so. This, all right. this is fun. I think we did it with who last year, Chase? And we got yeah, to we did it with Reddick, LaJoy. Uh, we did it with uh, NFL, O'Shaughnessy. Yeah, mm-hmm. O'Shaughnessy. Then we did it with Noah Gregson, too, didn't we? So and with Gregson. But this is a special one. It's the first one of the 20, 2021 season. So That's right. It's a big year. Um, Anthony, these are very easy questions. Just first thing that comes to mind, just spit it out. And they're and they're they're either or questions, and you'll get the gist of it as we do them here. Jordan or LeBron? LeBron. Manning or Brady? Manning. Uh, office or Parks and Rec? Office. For sure. Marvel or Star Wars? Ooh, that's a tough Marvel. One. Marvel. Had to think on that one. Uh, beer, bourbon, or neither? Wait, are you 21? I don't know if you yeah. can answer this. Yeah, he's see, 21. Like, see, this, this one is hard to answer because I only turned 21 last year. And like with the pandemic, like I haven't experimented with much. So I don't really. Okay. I don't know. I, I definitely, like, I guess beer if I had to pick between the two. So but I think it's safe to assume that we'll have. So that's like a neither kind of. Yeah, maybe we have to figure this out in person at Talladega sometime. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's both. Maybe it's both. <laughs> it's, it depends on the day. Yeah. yeah there we go yeah. that's the way i like that answer uh, my wife's always a wine person so i have to stick to the beer bourbon um let's see rolling down the list here about halfway done do it myself or delegate manage uh do it myself nice nice money or influence 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 favorite sport to watch on tv nascar other than if NASCAR. you can't pick nascar oh okay ah oh. do esports count yeah, esports count. So. That's a first. That's a first. I figured That's it awesome. was. I figured it was. I'm a big CS:GO fan, so I don't want to get too sidetracked. But I like Counter Strike. I respect um, that. I respect it. A little old school, but I'm I'm a little bit older. I'm 28, so I still appreciate the old game. Um, let's see, three left or maybe four. Let's see, favorite sport to watch on TV. Does that change? I know it's esports, so it's I guess that's Twitch. But any other sport you really watch at all? Other than that, uh, probably football. Football. All right. And th- then the, um, let's see, PlayStation or Xbox? Mm, PC. He's PC. PC. Guy. Yeah, yeah, I figured that serious. was coming. That's the serious gamers. <laughs> yeah. He'll play that's around. Me, man. Let's see. And then blondes or brunettes? Blondes, man. My girlfriend's beautiful. Beautiful blonde. Yeah, I have in parentheses. Be careful here. Yeah. <laughs> Good answer. Hang on. He didn't clarify um, which Manning. Oh, Wait, okay. Well, uh, I, I mean, I, I guess we go with Peyton. Yeah, okay. Peyton. That's what I was thinking. So, like, dude, a couple of these are tricky. And, and let me explain why. It's it's like comparing apples to oranges in some situations. Like, if you were to give me a certain situation, like, I would 100% pick Jordan over LeBron all day long. But, like, current times, I mean, that's like comparing Jimmy Johnson to, to Richard Petty, right? It's it's the times are different. The, the, com- <laughs> yeah. the, comp- the competition, the just – the like the way things evolve man it, it's just hard to some of these are tricky it's tricky it's hard to put that into play i i, I we, I'm you know, he literally the, you just yeah you rubik's why, cubed us dude this is the reason why i study engineering because i overanalyze everything <sighs> nice <laughs> you're, you're you're gonna do you're gonna fit in well here because because drew and i do the same thing too we just we we, we may not let on to it as much but yeah, yeah, that was that was you just hit us with this big Rubik's cube, man. Because now I'm now all I can think about is old yeah, man depends. Michael Jordan like playing with LeBron. Change. 
my answer could very well change a majority of those questions depending on the example given. I feel like the that shows like how much of an analytical thinker he is. So like, because that's how I am. I could change on like half uh, way of these. Big overthinker over here. For sure, I'm the same That's way. why I love no practice because you can go send it at the green flag and you can't. Let's go. It. Let's go. Yeah. 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 That's what I'm talking about. I love and see. I love that energy too. So we actually, I I came to to find out about you. Uh, Drew and I both actually it was last season, the beginning of last season, when we like really started, um, you know, digging heavier into NASCAR betting and DFS and things like that and giving out advice. Um, and so watching you and what you were able to do at RCR last season was, was pretty amazing. I mean, like it was nine uh, top tens in Xfinity last year. So. You were able to do that um, and, and watching you there and then kind of like seeing your presence online checking out the iRacing stuff, that's when I was like, okay, like, cause like, that's all we had for like a couple of months. It seems like forever ago, but you know, that really kind of, iRacing came to the forefront. I feel like last year, huge in a big way. And I know that was big for you, like coming up, you know, riding go-karts and then doing iRacing as well. Um, just kind of want to go back to, to where you first started. I mean, um, you know, when you started racing go-karts, I mean, how long was it after until you got into iRacing? Honestly, uh, definitely a few years. Cause when I raced go-karts, I was, I was much younger than I wasn't, uh, I was a huge gamer my whole life that that point in time, big call of duty player. I still am. Um, but I hadn't discovered iRacing yet. And I actually took some years off from racing the go-karts, uh, just cause I was playing sports at the time, football, lacrosse, a little bit of basketball, probably that was a bad decision. Shouldn't even have played, but, uh, see then videos. We, yeah. And obviously just gaming, you know, in the, in the, during the free time and who, who knew where that would have led obviously to today's world. But anyways, I only got back into racing seven years ago. And when I had gotten back into racing and, and started legitimately kind of pursuing something in it, cause when I was racing the go-karts, it was rental carts. I mean, it was just going to the, the indoor karting track with your buddies. It wasn't even like, you know, legit, like, or I don't want to say it's not legit, but it wasn't like I owned a go-kart, like did the whole deal. Like you literally went and used the helmet and fire suits they had there and stuff. Um, so it was more like for fun at the time. So anyways, when I got back into it seven years ago, I'd say is, um, you know, probably about a year into racing was when I discovered iRacing and I figured it was just a great way to kind of hone my craft and, and get a little bit better and clean up my skills and uh, just get some experience virtually just because there's only so much sea time you could have and who knew that how big of a role it'd play in my career career especially today with no practice and being a rookie in xfinity series last year and obviously the cup series this year it's uh gonna play a, a larger role than it ever has for me big time and i know that uh drew drew just kind of like like i said we both just kind of got into the i racing thing last year um we uh we kicked up you know we, we we've done a couple of sponsorships in some different leagues obviously you know joey stone um he he runs our garage guys uh monte carlo in the core league so i'm i'm pretty heavy i think that they're uh they're they're actually they're, they're probably running right now <laughs> but yeah. uh yeah so you know that's and you've raced in that before as well i believe so it's uh you know having those types of connections and me just kind of diving into the whole twitch community understanding that as a whole and and realizing like how much of an impact it, it does have on nascar now and will have on nascar um going in the future is is a pretty incredible thing so you know you participating in those things and now being a cup driver i think it just speaks volumes because you know a after william byron um, started out. I mean, did, have you known him for a long time or, or did you kind of look at that situation and you were just like, 
yo, like this is, this is something that is incredible. Like I never thought in my years of life growing up as a NASCAR fan that we would see a, uh, you know, somebody come in off of iRacing or a video, any type of video game or simulation, whatever you want to call it uh, and become a pro driver. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's pretty wild. And I, I actually didn't even know that part of his story until I think he was racing in the K&N series or truck series at the time, one or the other. Um, and so it was just kind of almost like a coincidence because I was doing the same thing and I had no idea that it would, it would play such an instrumental role in my career. It's led me to develop some incredible relationships with people, you know, just fellow iRacers themselves um, and great partners like SimSea to build uh, highest quality racing simulators and iRacing themselves even sponsored me in some races last year. So it's been really cool to go from what I like to say sim to reality, not only with partners, but just literally myself going from, you know, racing on the simulator and translating the things I've learned to the real world. Uh, and now, like you mentioned, at the highest level of our sport. Exactly. Um, one more thing that I did want to know when it goes to the simulation, now that you're with front row, um, <clears throat> I know that with RCR, we had spoke a while back and I know you did a lot of simulation. You had a lot of sim time there. Um, what's the setup like for you at, at front row now um, as a cup driver? How much are they putting into to sim time? And have you been able to bring anything to the table for that team? Yeah, definitely. I think we've uh, we've been fortunate to have a lot of simulator time with Ford at their manufacturer sim and everyone there has been great. It's been awesome to work with not only that my team at Front Row Motorsports, but the group of engineers over at Ford Performance. And we've already been just uh, getting me uh, comfortable and acclimated learning the cup cars, the way they drive and preparing for upcoming races, you know, just trying to limit that learning curve as much as possible, be be as prepared as possible. And uh, a lot of the things I've done with iRacing and, and testing and uh, just my experience on the sim, to me, there's a there's a lot of things I've learned in iRacing that I could kind of translate to the manufacturer sim and stuff like that because um, there's just like a certain feel you kind of have in, in a simulator versus real life and when you're when you're kind of tuning tire models and stuff like that. Um, so, you know, I, I think that I've been able to add a little bit of value there and hope as I get more comfortable with their simulator, you know, maybe I could do some more development work and, and testing for them as well. Nice. Um, I'm more interested in the cup transition, uh, Anthony. I know you guys are talking sim, but I'm going to, I'm going to move us into the, to the cup series talk here. Um, can you talk a little bit about like the pandemic and do you think that's creating any kind of competitive, like competitive disadvantage for you uh, transitioning into the cup series during this time? Or do you think of it as more of just a, doesn't really bother you and um, you know, no, dis no disadvantage at all. You know, it's, it's kind of a mixed bag because for me, it's, it's done two things. We talked earlier. I, I was, I wasn't really joking when I said I'm an overthinker and, and not having practice sort of helps me in a way, because when you're in practice, you're debating whether a change you made during the day in practice is going to be good or not when you start the race at night and stuff like that. And all these things are going through your head and, you're, you're getting ready to qualify and say you're one of the last to go out. You got to watch everybody else go before you. And you're, you're just thinking about how you're going to make your lap and make speed out of the car and things like that to just literally just what you got is what you got when you roll off the truck, because you can only make such minor adjustments throughout a race on a pit stop. So you take the green flag and kind of just go for it. And I think that's been good for me personally. And I even think performance wise, I've actually uh, done pretty well, especially at the start of races with it out practice because as a rookie i'm referring to last year in this example 
um, you know, a lot of the veterans know how to make the most of practice or know what they need out of their car. And when I was learning the Xfinity cars, I probably would have got a little behind, but when you start the race and no one's practice, you're on a little bit more of a level playing field, in my opinion. Uh, that being said, that's probably only 50% of it. The other 50% is the fact that I got 50% less seat time than we had all planned throughout the season. And the same is going to go for this year. So I think it's definitely that makes a disadvantage because seat time is seat time. And the more laps you could make in, the, in your car and, and just work on it and all that's obviously very important. But at the same time, I, I don't think, uh, I think I'm, I think it's kind of worked out for me in a way and I've still been able to, to adapt to that change. Awesome. Awesome. Um, I did want to know too. So whenever you initially found out that you were going to be going to front row, like where were you? How did all this come together so fast? Cause the first thing I knew is we, we heard that John Hunter was going back to the truck series, which was kind of caught me off guard. Um, wasn't expecting that. And then a couple of weeks go by, you know, obviously rumors start swirling, you start seeing things. Um, how, how, how much notice did you have on this? Uh, they, did they reach out to you personally? How, how did it all come together? Yeah. So there were, there was notice when that had occurred and the seat opened up just because I was obviously uh, in the market for a ride. I wasn't really sure what was going to go what was going to happen there were just a couple things up in the air and uh this was the best opportunity that, that presented itself it's a huge opportunity of course to to move up to the cup series and uh race in the in the premier series of nascar as an up-and-coming driver and and for everyone that's helped get me here my sponsors my family all my fans it was it, it was just a huge step for not just myself but all them and uh that's what's made it so special uh, but when it happened, I was actually shoveling snow in the driveway of that my parents' so house good. back in Connecticut. Like I was literally out there <clears throat> and I was thinking of, I'm like, I'm like, man, I'm going to call my manager, Austin Craven, just like see what's going on, see if he's heard anything. Cause he, he had been working super hard for me. He has been over the last year, especially this off season. And, you know, I'm still shoveling snow. My phone starts ringing. It was him. And I'm like, Oh, speak it. You know, just what are the odds of that? So I pick up the phone and he's like, how you doing cup driver? And I, my jaw, I was like, what are you, I'm like, what are you talking about? Like I had no idea that it was going to happen at all. You know, like I, I knew my name That's was crazy. in the hat, but I just, I had no idea we were even that close or it was like, it was total shock. Um, so I ran inside. I'd probably, my mom, she was so happy. She wasn't mad at me for getting snow all over the wood floors running through there. Like, mom, we got, I got like the one time that she would not be mad. Yeah, the one time <laughs> mad for me trekking snow through the, through the front door. But anyway, she came running up and it was like pretty emotional. It was really cool. So um, yeah, it was just, it was a, uh, it was an interesting moment, but I'll never forget it. That's for sure. It would have yeah. sucked if your manager was trolling you and he did all that like celebration. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he's, he's not, he's a jokester, but I don't think he'd do something like that. That's too far. Yeah. 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 yeah that's, de that's definitely like, like, that's a huge, that's a huge one right there. Yeah. You can't do that. Um, so, you know, now like looking back again and looking forward and back at the same time, there's definitely some tracks that um, I feel like, you know, and you probably know as well that you're really familiar with and get a lot of work on simulator, a lot of work, you know, just, you know, on the track in general, Texas is where you finished third at last year. Um, would you say that that is one of your, um, I guess more familiar tracks like to you in general like you just feel it like it's very easy to run and like you feel like you definitely could pull a win out on that one or is there another track out there that uh that you're just like closest to like what's the one that's near and dear 
I don't know. It's hard to pick just one that's like near and dear, but Texas is 100% one on my, you know, top few, you know, if I had to pick a few favorites, it's on that list. And a lot of people don't like the new configuration. I, I had actually never raced on the old configuration, so I don't know it any differently, but I, I don't know. The first time I went there in a truck, something clicked and I really enjoyed it. I, I had a lot of speed and I felt like I picked up on what I needed relatively quickly. Uh, and, and that's just translated every time I went back. I just, uh, I think I feel like I pick up on, uh, what I need out of the car or where we need to be. Uh, and I don't know, it's something about that track and my driving style, I guess just works pretty well together. Uh, so that's shown every time I've go, I've gone there, I've had pretty good speed and, um, there hasn't been a track I haven't liked going to, but like I said, that's definitely one that has definitely stood out and it was kind of funny because iRacing only released that scan of the the new configuration last year uh during quarantine and i was so excited that for them to release it so as the day it went up i ran for probably eight hours straight and i won like 10 races that day just because it felt exactly like it did in real life and it was one of my favorite tracks and everyone else you know on iRacing is trying to figure it out but it was to me it was just is one of my favorites so i was definitely uh i grinded hard that week on the sim that's like me i'm playing awesome. tony hawk when i was a kid it just works <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> like yeah. yeah that that's what that's what's so incredible about it to me though man is just like the fact that you look back in the 90s man in the 80s and these guys had to take the time to schedule to get out to a track and they had to put in the time on the track and the practice Dude, you could be at your house right now. I know that everything's not the same, but dude, eight hours, you said eight to 10 hours. Like that is wild, man. Yeah. Like, I, was, I can play an hour of, of, of like NASCAR heat or something. I know you're probably laughing at that, but I could do that. <laughs> and I'm just like, all right, I'm tapped. Like I'm good. I need to go watch TV now. <laughs> I, to me, man, I racing, I just have so much fun on it. People ask what my downtime is outside of obviously training or, or being at the shop and getting prepared for the season. And I racing is that is my downtime. I mean, there's not much downtime outside of it just because I have so much fun. And I, every time I'm on there too, I'm pretty much live streaming on my Twitch channel. And uh, it's just cool to be, be chilling with the fans and engaging with them live racing with them sometimes. And uh, you know, the other thing is I, I hop on to have a good time, but ultimately I feel like I'm honing my skills and uh, that's probably the coolest part about it. You know, I wouldn't spend as much time on it as I do if I didn't think it, it benefited me, you know, or if I ever right. thought it hurt me, I wouldn't be on it as much, yeah. but it doesn't. It's, it's a legitimate training tool and uh, it's, it's more useful than ever uh, with these current times. It's like improving your training, but also growing your brand. I think that's legit. I mean, doing multiple things at one time, interacting with fans. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Big, big time growth there. How, as far as going from like, you know, Xfinity to cup, I mean, I know it's been a short amount of time, but like how much is different, like on the back end, like as far as your schedule, your day to day, um, has there been a lot of changes or is it pretty much the same? You're still kind of doing the same old same. I'd say a lot's changed. Part of it's just because I've obviously haven't run full time in a few years. So that's number one is, is running for points is a bigger deal. But number two, running the cups here is I never, the last two weeks have been the busiest weeks of my life. It's been unbelievable, but really cool, really great experience meeting a lot of new media members, uh, chatting with people like yourselves, uh, and just kind of, you know, booking myself out throughout the week, other than uh, when I'm, you know, have something going on or have to be at the sim, I've just been doing media pretty much all day. So today, 
for example, I, I got up this morning and I had a iRacing race last night late and I ran the 24 hours the day before that. So like, oh, I'm, I still not caught up. <laughs> Where'd you finish? We won. What? I yeah, want to see the, that. Won the 24 hour. And then last night I went back to back and won a, a big Monday night racing league event. So that was pretty neat. And then today Incredible. I got up and I went to the shop, had some stuff going on. And then from literally 10 o'clock to two 30, I had all media. And then I had a commercial to shoot uh, at like late hours after everyone else left the shop. And then I came home and now we're doing this. So it's been we're a, gonna get drug test this guy. day for sure. And it's, <laughs> I'm like, about every day. Yeah. What said, do you do for what do you do for energy? We have to drug test you. Yeah, what, what, what is this? You missed me earlier. We were doing a commercial, and I was I was I was so tired. I was yawning and stuff, and I'm I was like, man, I I can't wait to go to sleep. And then I just got hyped back up talking to you guys, man. I love doing this stuff. It makes me happy. I get excited about it. I love what yeah. I do. So I have a good awesome. time. I, I I think uh I think that's what gets me through it all. Is to me, it's not work. You know, like I'm not. I'm not exactly. bored of it or tired of it. It's just, I'm having a good time awesome. and I'm appreciating every moment. You're living it, life. So. You're, you're out here. Yeah. I, I say it like this all the time. You're, you're just out here vibing in the uni. You're out here vibing in the universe, man. You're doing your thing. And see that that's Definitely. the same thing is because we, we talk about it a lot too. Like just about the grind of, you know, content creation and different things like that. And I, I feel like there's a lot of similarities in those things. It's just kind of like different ballparks of like what's going on. You know, obviously you have a lot more physical and mental and then our ways we do have mental and then if we want to go you know if i feel like doing a tiktok one day it's physical so you know you never really know but uh <laughs> yeah yeah i did a tiktok this morning that was physical I got, work i moved so i'm about to beat you to the punch chase and i'm gonna ask the question that we've been wondering about one of our favorite all-time dfs plays. so oh, so yeah. anthony we talk a lot about fantasy sports and DraftKings on the show and sports betting we kind of embrace that i've been around it my whole life um, one of our famous guys that we've given out is Michael McDowell. Uh, I know, um, he's shout out to Mike Mack. Yeah. We call him Mike Mack on the show. So, uh, he usually starts in the back of the field and he moves up to the, to the middle of the pack and it scores in a, a really good fantasy score. Um, I wanted to know if you kind of like how that relationship's going. I know you guys probably, he's a, he's an older driver. He's been in the you know cup series for a while um but how has that either prevented or not prevented you guys to establish that relationship it's actually been going really well him and i have been talking daily he literally just texted me before i sat down i gotta give him a call he's been asking me for some iRacing setups because he's Yo! Trying, yeah he's been trying to get into it more and, and race a little bit more and some of the open setup stuff like road racing and things he wants setups for so i've been uh, helping him out with that just because of my friends at Lockdown Racing have been providing me with some things. So he's he's kind of in our crew now on iRacing. And uh, in addition nice. to that, we've just been talking regularly, uh, just building chemistry, you know, which is great before the season starts. And in addition to that, obviously, actually preparing. We've been at the simulator together some days. I went one day. He was there just to watch and learn. Uh, and then I actually hopped in when he was done, and he, he hung around for a bit to help me out. So that was really cool. Um, it's really nice to have someone who's who's willing to help me like that because, as I said earlier, it's a big step. So the more knowledge I have around me and experience is, is the better. Uh, and he's got just so much of that. And the other thing is he's a really great road course racer. So that's going to be huge, especially with how many are on the schedule now. And that's probably my weakest point going in the year because I don't have that much experience at all on road courses. So I'm looking forward to leaning on him for those as well. 
Yeah, you guys like that. That's one thing for sure. Like you, you getting Mike and Michael McDowell into like Twitch and Ari, this is going to be incredible if you do that. Like if you get the full transition, like I guarantee you, like, like Drew will definitely be watching some live streams on Twitch. We'll definitely, be, we'll definitely be watching you guys get down, get down with the business. But um, he's I, too I love much money. He's won me too much money. I have to yeah. respect him. So he's what he's won yeah. us a lot of money. And like I already, I already know, like I, I just have a really good feeling about y'all squad, man. Like going into this this season. I mean, I'm I'm known really well for what's called the gut boy special. So I have I have a decent sized gut, don't have abs, got a keg for sure, but it's the gut. And like I make my my calls for the race of how things are gonna go. So I've got a really good gut feeling about front row this year. I don't know what it is, but it's just like you coming in, knowing what you can bring to the table as far as like new school and then having Michael like kind of there as like, you know, the veteran guy. I just think you guys are going to blend really well, man. And I'm, I love to hear that you guys are already doing that. Um, and another thing, I don't know if you thought about this, but if you were to call him what we call him, which is Mike Mack, you're looking at Anthony Alfredo and Mike Mack. That is literally like mac and cheese, Alfredo pasta. Like that, that's something. <laughs> So, so we, that, that has to, that has to be a thing now. Can that be a thing? We could pro we could possibly make something out of this. Okay. We'll blend it up. Blend like it up. Yeah. He's chef boy. He'll cook it. We'll, I we'll promise. Blend it. So blend it up. Yeah. Yeah. We, we can, we can blend. We'll do We'll do He'll be cooking up picks. We'll just do it's, it's, it's pasta time. It's go time. Um, so yeah, I mean, other than that, man, uh, dude, I'm just, I'm stoked for you, dude. So I, stoked for you. I'm glad that we finally got to, uh, to do this and link up. Like I said, I already know your beat, uh, <laughs> and I know that uh, it's been been a long day. I know you got a lot more stuff coming up, especially with Daytona. Um, and I guess before we go, I mean, like, what's uh, what's the headspace like going into? Uh, it, will this be your first five hundred? Yeah, yeah, it's my first Cup race, Daytona five hundred. Man, dude, so where where are you? Like, how how are you feel? Like, what what is just the overall feeling of knowing that this is just one of those races, crown jewel of NASCAR, and that literally it's just it's a big strategy kind of deal. Like, I mean, you just get in there and just get down to it. I mean, if you really, if you really look at it in a certain light, I mean, dude, this, this could be anybody's race. Yeah, definitely. That's, that's how I'm approaching it is obviously it's a crown jewel. It was the first race I ever attended as a fan back in 2012. So not even that long ago, like less than wow. 10 years later, I'm racing in that, in the great American race. So, um, it's a huge uh, milestone in my career. I'm looking forward to it. I'm just excited to get the season started, to race every week, uh, learn from the best in the world, uh, and have a, a great group of people to work with. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be really cool. I'm blessed to be where I'm at. And I'm just ready to make the most out of the opportunity. I think running part time the last few years has humbled me and taught me how to do that. So I think now that I have this opportunity, I, I'll be able to hopefully capitalize on that. And going into the 500, it's just uh, like you said, even though it's a crown jewel and it's the Super Bowl of NASCAR, it's still a super speedway race in my eyes. And if you can survive and make it to the last lap, I mean, you have a shot at it. So, uh, so we're all looking forward to that. Plus David Reagan uh, in the 36 car is going to try to race his way in and he finished fourth last year. Wow. So if he does race his way into the show, we'll have three front row cars in the race. In addition to all the other Ford Mustangs out there. So uh, we're all pretty confident and excited. That's epic, man. Chef, Chef Boy, you got anything else? No, I've uh, I've enjoyed it. Thanks for coming on the show. We've been looking forward to it for a while and looking forward to a new season. Absolutely. Thank yeah. you, guys. Dude, thank you, man. And uh, have a good one. We'll be rooting for you. Thank you. You guys have a good one, too. 
It's the garage guys. 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 It's the garage guys.